Welcome everyone to the gaming couch. Be it video games, card games, or board games, we'll have a good time playing. So come and join me on the couch. This is your host, Smart Boy. Hello everyone. Doing something a little different today in terms of like timing. Usually I do these recordings like you know midday, stuff like that. But my friends being weird decide to, you know, drop info on me last minute saying, yo, this weekend shit's going down. So I'm like, I right, let me go hang out for the weekend at their place. And I'm like, okay, now I got the recording done. So I'm doing things earlier than I usually do in terms of like dates. So it's getting late. I'm kind of tired. But I'm like, you know what? I want to get a recording done so I have it done nice and early. And I'm not rushing or nothing. And I can just enjoy the weekend hanging out with my pals and stuff like that. And also, it's just, it feels right doing it this time right now because of the content behind this episode. So, again, we talked about it last week for a little bit. Recently, Enter the Gungan has officially ended. Like, as far as we know, the whole story behind it and everything else the devs were putting into it is come to an end. A Farewell to Arms was released, and it's a beautifully named thing because it's the last update for Enter the Gungan. And goddamn, is it a good update. I can comfortably say, even with the very few things so far, because I haven't gotten to everything yet, but so far, the few things that I don't like about the new patch, it's still very strong. Like, I still wholly enjoy the whole thing. And so, just breaking it down, like... Uh, th- thinking about Enter the Gungan, like, I'm getting kind of nostalgic here, and it's weird because usually when we talk nostalgia, we're talking, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, whatever, like your childhood. And this is not my childhood. Like, Enter the Gungan, it's a relatively new game for me. I picked it up, I don't know, a year to two years ago. I can't put my thumb on it, but it's not really that old in terms of my experience with it. But still, like, I, I feel, you know, glad with how it's been made and how it's ending. And it's impressive to still think, like, I haven't done everything in the game yet. Like, it is it is a challenging game in a lot of right ways. There are still a few things I'm like, ugh, I, I dislike the fact that I have to go through this and it can be very aggravating. But I still have no problem picking up the game and going through it again. So, like, a Farewell to Arms drops. We have two new characters. I already have one of them, and I got very close to unlocking the other character. Now, obviously, spoils, spoilers, the whole nine yards. I'm talking about, you know, Advanced Gungans and Dragons, the Supply Drop update, Farewell to Arms. I'm talking about all these patches. So, obviously, spoiler alert. They've been warned. Ugh. So, yeah. I unlocked the Paradox, because that was really easy to do. Like at My first run after the release of the update I saw cosmic stuff on the floor I touched it and then it filled my characters playing the hunter go through you complete the run boom paradox unlocked okay cool so it was really easy to get the paradox and the paradox it's a paradox it's a really weird character like first you have to actually spend hegemony credits to play which is a first you never had to play pay to play as one of the original six gungeoneers but it's not it's only five. It's only five hegemony credits. And if you complete two chambers, you get like six hegemony credits. So as long as you at least get a run, you're fine. Like it's not it doesn't much of a cost. 
And the character itself is kind of cool. Like it randomizes everything. You get a ra- you have two random guns. You get a random starting gun from any of the basic gunjaneers, and you have another random gun, and then you get a random item on top of that. I like that. I think I think that's actually a really cool, fun way to try the game. That it's an additional challenge as a character. Like there's other NPCs you can talk to for challenges and other modifications to a run, but the fact that you can just pick a character that says here you go, randomize your starting gear, go. And it was actually really funny. I tried it because they introduced rainbow mode also. And I'm like, yeah, let me try this thing out. So I'm doing rainbow mode as the paradox. And I got to say, that was a hell of a run. Like, doing the paradox and having starting gear was one thing. But then doing a rainbow one, which for those of you who don't know, a rainbow run is each... The start of each chamber, a rainbow chest is dropped, you crack it open, and there's six or seven items, I want to say. It's a mix of, like, pickups and guns and stuff like that. It's, it's a mix. You get to pick one of those items. And it's a large array of it's a large array of items in terms of what they can do. Like, it's not just the basic D, C rank stuff. Like, you get S rank, A ranks, and they're like, it, it gives you good stuff. Like, they totally make it worth it, and they make it hard to pick sometimes. It's like, I only get one of these. So you pick up one of those weapons, one of those one of those items, and that's it. There's you get nothing else for the rest of that chamber. Like you can buy stuff from the shop, yes, but in terms of gun drops and item drops, in terms of chests and boss loot, nothing. So I'm going through this really weird run where the things I started with is random, and then every floor I'm giving a a, a choice of a item from a pool of random stuff, and that's it. Like. So it was very, very, very randomized. I, I kind of enjoyed it. It was, it was just really fun and silly, and I did good. Like for considering the fact that I had very little power going in. Like yes, I got to pick one of like six or seven different things at the start of a floor. But that's the thing. I only got one pick instead of three things. You know, two chests and a boss drop. I only got one instead of three. So that limitation, like I said, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'm going to do it again anytime soon because I will tell you in a minute. But in time, I, I would give it another go just to see what it can do for me. Now, the other thing about the paradox is unlocking the other new character. The, what's it called? Like the gunslinger or the slinger. I think it's a very simple name, but it's a really cool name. And he's essentially the very first master, like the, the very first gun master of the Gungan, the guy who eventually turned into the Lich, yada, yada, yada. Like, you can kind of tell when you first play as him with his design, like, yeah, it's, it's the Lich. Now, what threw me for a loop is unlocking the guy is a goddamn chore. You have to beat the Lich as the Paradox. Because the Paradox is have a past. As soon as you beat the Dragon and you go beyond... It immediately brings you to bullet hell. Like you can't get the bullet that kills the pass. You can't go to the chest containing the gun that can kill the pass. You immediately go to you just go straight to bullet hell, and you gotta fight the lich. And if you beat the lich, it opens up time paradox because you're the paradox, and boom, you're now playing as a guy who will eventually turn into the lich. And now you you play as him immediately. Like it's it's right after a paradox run. Boom, you're in a gunslinger run. Period. Without a break. And then to unlock him as a playable character, you have to beat a run as him. 
So you got to do two runs back to back without dying. Now, he's a very powerful character. He has a really awesome item that says all gun synergies are active at all times. If you don't have the actual synergy for the gun, it's active anyway. So you get all your guns souped up and powerful, which is, it's amazing. And I love it. And it definitely helps a shit ton. What doesn't help, all right? Every Gungeoneer has a pass to be killed. So you go and get the bullet, and you go to kill their past. Makes sense. So when I was playing through him, I went to the blacksmith in the forge. I grabbed the bullet that can kill the past. And there was some really cool, unique dialogue between the two of them. The blacksmith mentioning, like, oh, it's you. Like, will we finally stop? Like, she's intrigued that since this is the guy who will become the lich, if he kills his past... Will he never become the Lich? And what will happen to the Gungan? And yada, yada, yada. So that's why this is really cool. Is this idea that everything might come to an end. There's a chance that the Gungan can finally be stopped. And the legend will be over. And the concept is really cool. And there's a number of people that are suffering. Like they're stuck in the Gungan forever. For whatever reason. So us seeing a conclusion to that. It's an awesome concept, but I can only comment on it as a concept because you grab the bullet that has to kill the past, and usually you grab the bullet, you beat the dragon, you grab the gun, you shoot yourself into the past and kill your past. It's a it's a mini boss fight, and there you go. All right, I, I say mini boss fight because you're given basic gear, like you lose all of your equipment because you're in the past, so the boss isn't too complex. But no. When the gunslinger shoots himself, you go straight to fucking bullet hell and you have to do a bullet hell's chamber six. And I was not expecting that. Like, I expected to do some sort of lich fight, yes, because I'm playing as a gunslinger. I expected that, but I didn't expect an entire bullet hell run. So, when I was fighting the dragon as him, I was a little careless. I fully admit that. Like, I'm... My stamina is low. This is my second run. You know, it's consecutive run that I actually matters, and I can't die. So I'm like, I just got to kill the dragon. I got to kill the dragon so I can just get to the pass. Because when you get to the pass, you get, you know, your health set to a certain value, et cetera, et cetera. But no, it's like, fuck you. Go straight to bullet hell with what you have. And now I'm sitting like, well, fuck me. I'm low on health because I was a little loose with fighting the dragon and a little reckless. All right, let's go through bullet hell and... Well, I made it to the Lich. Like, I actually pulled it off. I got to... Actually, no, I lied. Sorry, that's a blatant lie. I didn't make it to the Lich. I was thinking of something else. I didn't make it to the Lich. I died. And I was like, fuck me. Like, there there goes everything. Like, I ran as a paradox. I made it through the five chambers as the gunslinger. got to bullet hell, and... Boom. Done. And it just sucked. And ever since then, I'm trying to get back to that, and it, it's just... It's giving me so much trouble <laughs> trying to get back to that. Like, every time I pick up the game, I try and get through it as a paradox, and I just can't. Like, I am just unable to at the moment, and it's killing me slowly on the inside. Uh, but that's, like, I'm, I laugh at it because it's not a bad thing. It really isn't. Like, it's cool that after all this time, we're faced with another challenge and a substantial challenge at that, like, Having to get through all six chambers and beat the Lich twice without dying. As a challenge for the ages, in terms of Enter the Gungan, that's a challenge for the ages. Pulling that off. Because that means you have the skill and the dexterity. Even if you, like, take a break. You, you, you 
save your progress. It's still something to like go through and actually pull off on top of the RNG of what are you going to get during the run to actually make this work. So I'm still trying to get through that. And that, that goes back to a few other things about like not knowing what the Gungan has in store for me. Like I've done research because I'm that kind of person. I give a, I give things a few shots and then I do some research. I have yet to fight the advanced dragon, the secret third phase of the dragon. If you get the serpent from the weird egg or from resourceful rat slayer, I've yet to do that fight. I really should though, but I've yet to do that fight. Sorry, I hit my mic there. I apologize. I've also yet to beat resourceful rat. Speak of the fucking devil. That man, my God, that man, that thing is a hell of a fight. Like, yeah, the lich is the lich is a bitch. Trying to fight the lich is definitely a bitch and, and a hell of a fight. But at least you have a lot going in. You have five chambers worth of equipment going in, and then maybe anything you scavenge from bullet hell, which is much. But when you take on resourceful rat, you only have at most three chambers worth of goods behind you if you take on the boss of the third chamber and then go back to his lair. You also got to drop the I don't know a hundred ten or whatever. Uh, shells it takes to buy his fucking key like getting into his lair is a chore he, having a key to unlock the trap door down to the hidden mine shaft using a blank to uncover the wall to go through there to then have another key and then you have the results of rats key like the amount of stuff you need to get to him is annoying and then getting through his lair is a pain in the ass when you fight him he is speedy like I got to his second phase once, only once, I got to a second phase and I dropped. And it was mostly because I just wasn't expecting it. I wasn't sure how to handle it. And then every other time I try and take on the results of Rat, I just, I'm not fast enough. Like, he's a speedy motherfucker and throws shit everywhere. And since I don't have as much health as I could, I might be low on blanks because I had to fucking use one to get into his goddamn lair. His lair itself is, I mean, yeah, you know how to get through it by following the, the clues and the notes. But still, it's... His lair is not easy in terms of the enemies you fight, and I wish I had better guns. Like, there's so much that goes into fighting him. It's just, it's so hard. But I know it's like I know it's great beating him. Like, you get a lot of shit for beating him, so it's definitely worth pulling it off if you can. Oh my God, like so that's that's another thing. Like that's why I'm still saying that even though we have a farewell to arms, I still have some things to take care of and I'm still excited to do it. I'm still excited to finally beat Results for Rat. And now with Farewell to Arms' newest edition of weaponries, maybe I'll be able to pull it off. Like, there's a lot of new guns. And hell, maybe once I unlock the Gunslinger, I might take on Results for Rat as him because having those gun synergies definitely makes it a bit easier. I mean, you have to pay to play as him. You have to, I think it's seven hegemony credits to play as him. I think that's totally worth it for taking on the fucking rat and taking them down. Now, speaking of the other stuff in A Farewell to Arms, and this gets to my point of, so, like, the ugh kind of stuff, this is a love-hate thing. Like, I love parts of it, and I dislike parts of this, this one concept, and it's the RNG department, the last of the hidden chamber. So it's really cool that now, with the RNG department, it excluding the forge you will say that well excluding the forge each of the main chambers now has a hidden chamber with it so you have the abuleti i i cannot pronounce it but the place you can go during in the first chamber where you get two keys 
you unlock the trap door that's hidden behind a secret wall that can only be opened up by dousing the fireplace and pulling the switch. You got that place. You pick up the old crest, and if you manage to get the old crest of the altar, boom, you can get into King's Abbey. You can get through past the old king. Okay, pretty cool. You got results for Rats Lair. You can take down on the third chamber. Really awesome. And now you got the RNG department of Chamber 4 in the Hollow. So it's pretty cool now that we have all this. So you could do a run with it's two, four, six, eight, ten chambers if you really wanted to. You could do the ten chamber run. That's a pretty cool idea. And the RNG department, it's I like it. I, I love the RNG department chamber. Like it's 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 an RNG department. Like it it's a pun on the whole RNG as in random number generator, but it's also RNG you could like say kind of like the R&D department where they're doing research and development, but it's more like research and guns or whatever. But it's like an office complex, which is really cool. So the setting's completely different. And it's very unique that I, I I just actually beat it earlier. Like, I'm talking about this, and I just completed this chamber. I did a little quick research after beating it. The chamber's always the same. Like, it's always the same floor layout, which is very intriguing. And what I really loved about it was the enemies. All the enemies present are different. Like, bullet kid in suits. There were bullet kids that exploded when killing them, kind of like grenades. And there were, it. I saw it found two of them, massive bullet kids. I'm talking almost the size of the dragon and shooting massive bullets. And there's two of them that you can encounter. So it's, it's just this really weird place. And... The enemy types being like completely different. Like there was just there was an enemy that was kind of like the the obelette type enemies, like the glob type enemies that shoot out the circles and the square shapes, something kind of like that. But it was a it was a cactus, it was a fucking cactus. So I'm loving this. It's straight up R and D. Like it's these enemies that are new and different that they're working on and aren't finished or whatever. And with that, it it's. Like I look at the developers and I could say you were fucking lazy because of their because of how this works. I could call them fucking lazy, but it's also goddamn brilliant. Everything you find in the RNG department in terms of the enemies, there is no entry in the AmmoCon because they're new and in development and they're not actual enemies yet in the Gungan because again, the RNG department, aka the R&D department. So it's a really clever ruse of like, yeah, these things are just new and different. And so the Gungan does not know how to take them. It does, like you can't get an entry on them. And that also goes with the boss too. Like the boss doesn't have an Amokon entry. It, it doesn't exist because it's yet to be developed. So really clever stuff. Really, really clever stuff. So I said, all of that I love. I love that about the new chamber. The two things I don't like about it first is the entry all right and i don't like it because how simple it is so getting to the obelette requires dousing flames pulling a switch and using two keys to unlock a hatch not too complex being the first hidden chamber trying to get to old king's abbey you gotta grab the crest so you gotta first complete an additional chamber because you need the special old crest item you then have to get through chamber two up to the altar wherever it is without getting hit if you get hit, you lose the old crest because it goes to the front. It acts as armor at the front of your health bar before all other armor. So you have to make sure you don't get hit. So that's a bit stressful. 
okay, now we can get into the Abbey. And then Resourceful Rat, Resourceful Rat Slayer already talked about the, the expenses of getting into his fucking lair. Getting into RNG, there's a special room with a shell shell creep that is just a shell creep, isolated. Which is cool, because now it means you can just always get money easily, because it's guaranteed now at the Holic. There's no special trigger. He's just guaranteed to be there. You don't need to... It's not like Old King's Abbey, where you gotta grab something from a previous chamber and bring it in. He's, he's always there. And then, to unlock the chamber, you go to him, and you drop any two items. It could be guns, it could be passives, it could be junk. You just gotta drop two items and a master round. Now, that can be considered a hefty toll. Dropping a master round means a lot. You losing a whole heart container that you put... Sorry. Hey. Sorry, like I said, a little tired. You have to drop a whole chamber in, which you worked your ass off to get by beating a boss without getting hit. So yeah, I could see that being a hefty toll. Yes. But that's all it takes. It's a single master chamber and... Any two other items. And when I got to the RNG department just earlier on my run, I end up for the first, and this is also why I love Enter the Gungan with how many things that go on, how random it is. Was the I this is the first fucking time I've ever seen a glitch chest. I cracked that bad boy open and I fought the double B holster glitch boss. And when you beat him, you get a shit ton of guns. So I'm sitting there like, Well, I got plenty of useless guns I don't give a shit about. I'm gonna get into the RNG department now. You know, run away and boom, good to go. Sorry, I bang my mic again. And I'm, I'm conflicted over that. Like, okay, yeah, I got to drop a master chamber. But granted, getting a master chamber from chamber one and chamber two isn't too hard unless you fight the fucking Amokon. I, I hate the Amokonda. And in terms of chamber three, okay, Cannonball Rog, all right. Treadnought, yeah, I could take it on. The Mind Flare will always be my Achilles heel. I don't know why. I just suck against him. My point is, like, it's not too hard especially this late in the game playing it so much to grab a master round and be like yeah let me go on because you spend the master round and at least in terms of the rng department you got nothing to worry about because even if the enemies are slightly randomized the layout's always the same so you know where you have to go you you know the direct path to the balls like there's branching rooms but you don't have to clear them all out because you know if i go this way boom boss so the stakes are a little lower, even though you drop around. That just means that if you go on to fight the Lich, you have one less hard container to work with. Okay. You know what? Do good against Shotgun. Get it back. Cool. The other thing is the boss. After the insanity that is Resource Route, and even like Old King. Old King packs a hell of a punch. He is not an easy fight, and I usually don't go to Old... I don't usually don't go to King's Abbey in a run because of that. I mean, not only is it hard to get to, but just knowing that going into the Abbey means taking on Old King, I'm not a fan of it. And Results of Rad is just, one, very unique. You know, he has a mech, and yes, I spoiled it for myself. You have to do, like, a punch-out style minigame at the end to actually defeat him. It's a very unique fight. The RNG department boss, which the name is pronounced Agunim, A-G-U-N-I-M, like we could you know rearrange like magnum or something like that you know it's one of those whatchamacallit so we can rearrange those being something else anyway you get to him and first off he's voice acted which caught me by surprise 
like you you start the fight first off the fight's on top of a skyscraper the skyscraper that the rng department's in because you know there's just a fucking skyscraper in the gungan now so you're on top of the skyscraper and this guy's in a helicopter an attack helicopter all right that was a pretty cool setting i'm like all right let's fucking go let's fucking go this is awesome and he voice acts and tells you you know i'll send you to bullet hell and i i heard that i sat there for him and i'm like this motherfucker just talked to me like yeah there's dialogue with npcs and stuff like that but never actual voice acting oh all right and during the entire fight he's he talks like he'll taunt you and say things and you know something like that so it's i'm sitting there like all right this is a this is pretty pretty cool like this guy has a voice who is this guy oh all right okay i'm intrigued and he looks a lot like the shell creep you're coloring and everything he's not exactly i don't think he's exactly the shell creep but he looks kind of like him so it's it's hard to tell but anyway you fight this guy and he's in this attack helicopter you're fighting on the skyscraper the setting's amazing and you get rid of it you deplete his health bar he curse he's you know he says curse you or whatever like that the helicopter blows up, and the fight's over. And the fight itself isn't, like, super-duper. Granted, when I fought him, I was using the composite gun, which you char- when you fully charge it up and release, when the bullet s- stops, when it gets, like, destroyed from the wall, whatever, it acts as a blank. So, yes, I had that crutch, if you want to call it that, that I was relying on during this fight, but it's still, especially compared to Resourceful Rat, I just felt, in general, it was an easier fight compared to Resolve Rat, and it was only one phase, which was a little upsetting. Like, I expected something big. There's this really unique character that has its full voice acting, which is very unique to the game, and he's in a hidden chamber after Resolve Rat's lair, which, when Resolve Rat dropped, it was just, it was amazing, like, the amount of work put into him. So... As much as it's a great setting and everything for a farewell to arms, it's almost like there could have been a little bit more in terms of his fight. You know, the helicopter blows up and he ejects. You know, he ejects out of the helicopter as it blows up and lands on the skyscraper and dueled Magnum or something like that. You know, kind of like Resource Red, where he was, you have to now duel him one on one. Would have been kind of cool. Maybe, you know, it would have been like a quick time duel event. Where you shoot him off the skyscraper, you know, since they did the whole punch up thing with also Rat, they could have done something with him where it's some unique little mini game, and it takes him off the skyscraper. You know, like I said, it's quick draw, something like that. I don't know. It would have been kind of cool. And then that goes also to the rewards. Like Resourceful Rat, when you t- if you take him down, because he might still get away if you fail the punch out mini game. If you actually take him out in the punch out mini game, there's a lot of loot to get. Like you can clear his lair out, and there's a lot of shit to get. Taken down. Let me check the name again. <laughs> Taking down a Gunnim gives you no boss drops. You get a pedestal with an item, and I don't know if it's, like, consistent, but I got a locked chest. First off, fuck that. Why is it a locked chest? If I don't have a key, I can't get into it, which is bullshit. But that's all you get. You get a, it's standard boss drops with a chest, a locked chest, I guess. It, it just it was a little upsetting in, in terms of this final release. Like, I... Yeah, there was a lot of work put into the Gunslinger and having the Paradox ready and everything. They put they put a lot of work into that. And as I said, the RNG department as a chamber is really fun. Just the boss of the chamber was a little disappointing. 
you know, I, I had higher expectations going into it just based on what I saw prior. Now, does that mean overall it ruins DLC? No, like I said, I, I still am really happy with this content, and I guarantee seeing myself going to the RNG department every single run because I really like that chamber. And considering he's not too hard of a boss, that means I can pick up extra boss loot. I can take on Chamber 4 boss fight, whoever that is, whether it's Wallmonger, Kill Pillars, or the Priest, take them down, get their loot, go back, take on the RNG department, and get extra loot to then take on the Lich. I like having that setup. That's a pretty cool setup. It's just, who is this guy? Like I said before, you do not get any entry for the enemies, boss included, for the RNG department. So not only do we get this kind of underwhelming fight, we also don't know who the fuck this guy is. Like, we get nothing on him. He he doesn't exist in terms of the lore. You get nothing. So we're kind of sitting with that question. Like we, we've answered, up until this point, we've answered pretty much all the questions about the Gungan. We, we know all about secrets and stuff like that. And then this guy comes in. It's like, all right, who the fuck are you? But that's it. The game's done. Like, we have a farewell to arms. We are, we are signing off on Enter the Gungan and no longer having patches for it. It's, it's over. The devs will clearly iron out any bugs, any kinks with the newest release, with this newest update, understandably. But beyond that, there's nothing else. We'll never find out who exactly this guy is. So we're still scratching our heads. Ugh. I, I guess I dislike. That's what I really dislike about the DLC. It's just who the hell is this boss? Like he's a little underwhelming, and we just don't know who he is. Like there's, there's so much more that he could have been that we're not getting. Beyond that, everything else about the DLC is great. Everything else about Into the Gungan in general, I love. Like when I heard, and this is what I'm saying. Like about that nostalgia thing like when you play a game and you really enjoy even after some time of not playing it you still go back to it once i heard from watching some other youtuber like i was watching a stream of another youtube group and one of the guys in the stream mentioned about hey bt dubs enter the gungan had an update i'm like yo what the fuck and i immediately went downloaded and started playing I what I had no problem going back because I enjoyed the game and that's what this DLC did for me. It gave me an excuse to go back to a game I really enjoyed, and give me a new challenge that I I'm hoping to overcome soon. So let's get more of that. You know, let, let's see that more in games. Let's see even if the game is a year or two years old, the plot still develops slowly over time and. It's good enough that we'll want to go back. Like, Enter the Gungan was always a good game, and I wanted to go back just from hearing about this information. And I don't I don't regret it. Like, I don't regret getting this game. I don't regret all the time I put into it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And farewell to ARMS. You know, it's... Even with the criticism I give it, it's a good way to sign off Enter the Gungan. Having that conclusion of being able to finally put the Gungeon to rest, like, it's some beautiful poetry. The devs are putting the game to rest in terms of development of the game and not doing any more content for it. And so you as a player, while you're playing the game and you're going through with these Gungeoneers, you can put the Gungeon to rest by playing as a Gunslinger and defeating his past, which is taking on the Lich as him and paradoxes and stuff like that. Again, I haven't beaten it yet, so I'm not sure how it ends. But you... And the Gungeon. 
like the devs have done in terms of development, you end it in terms of playing. Some beautiful poetry, if you ask me. So that's going to be it. I apologize for the amount of times I hit my mic. I'm a little out of it right now. And like I said in my last episode, when I get energized, I kind of like bop around. But you know what? I will still follow the rules that I put in for myself at the beginning, which is we'll never fix it in post because you know what? There's just something beautiful about putting up unedited work. Like you can call me lazy. You can say that it's not professional or whatever, but you know what? It's my style. I've never proofread a goddamn paper I wrote in my life throughout high school, college, whatever, and by God, I'm not going to start doing it now. (laughs) It's my style. I'm going to run with it. So hopefully you don't mind, and if you do mind, well, there's not much I can do for you because I'm just running it with this. And if you are sticking through it, again, thanks for listening. So we're going to keep up with this 5 p.m. going forward. Every Sunday I'm doing 5 p.m. now for about a month, see how I feel about it, see if it changes anything in terms of listeners and stuff like that. So you'll get this at 5 p.m. on Sunday, and then a week after it, you'll get another episode of 5 p.m. on Sunday. So take care. Again, thanks for listening. And let's just... Let's see what the next week brings. There's always something new every week. Take care.